0: Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Play All the Way, a podcast that is by the fans and for the fans, talking all things Leeds United. I'm Dean, and I'm uh, joined by Pete. Hello. James. All right. And Connor. Hello. Right, I think it's safe to say that yesterday wasn't, well, wasn't vintage Leeds, was it?
1: No, far from it. Definitely not. Boring. Should we just I
0: mean, you don't associate with Leeds very often, but it was a one, it? it was boring. And it was it
1: was poor. Yeah, it was it was one of them games where we just. I mean, obviously the the early goal uh, when we're playing is is always crucial. But even when we we kind of got back into it, it wasn't the leads that we come to know. We we couldn't break them down. We were a lot of long balls, and it it just seemed. I don't know, lacklustre is probably the the, yeah, bad, the word that yeah, used.
2: I was about to say that word, yeah, lacklustre.
1: I didn't know you knew that were it. I was going to say. <laughs> just looked it up now, sorry. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah,
0: I think like that early goal really did it. it. settled Diller as well. And we were talking just before about, you know, how they, they were sort of set up quite high at the pitch. Not high pressing, but just really well organised high up, which just sort of nullified us. And then I felt like I had, like, I had the same, same feelings, you know, when we went to Championship and went 1-0 down to somebody and then we just spent the rest of the game trying and stuff, not being able to get through to them. I just... For that 50 minutes or so, I felt, I just didn't see it happening. I couldn't see you scoring. You could hear, if it was if there was crowds
3: in there, you could you could almost hear the fans groaning and shouting, come on, what are you doing? It was that kind of atmosphere without an atmosphere, if that makes sense. I think you hit a nail on the head there. We've seen it quite a few times, didn't we, last season? Yeah. It, as, as well, I think it was very similar to the Brighton game. I think it was similar to the Wolves game, not just because of the scores, but just the way, like you said, they nullified us and more so the Brighton game because I know with the Wolves game we created chances but it's yeah it's it's a little bit of a a pattern-ish I would say that if teams sort of can grab that goal set up and yeah use tactics to slow us down whether that be the time wasting whether that be just getting the odd niggly free kick it seems to be working at the moment
0: what I found really frustrating about the game was I don't know if you guys noticed it but is it me or is Martinez? time-wasting for about 15 minute onwards with goal kicks. Yeah, walking no, right, right to the edge, right right to the edge of, his, uh, of, the, of the area to take the kick, right to the corner. And it, it just, that, that for me, just was their performance in a nutshell. Like, they the weren't particularly pragmatic. They, they'd got the early goal, sort of shut up shop, and disrupted us a lot. Matt Target, you know, disrupted mm-hmm. us a lot. For me, should have been sent off. But it just had that sort of feel to it, I think. So we just They just didn't let us get into any sort of rhythm or tempo.
2: This is the frustrating thing about when we go 1-0 down against teams so early on in games that I just feel like they're going to just position themselves just to, to defend or just to nullify us. I'm still saying that Villa kept a lot of men behind the ball, but I was just saying before about how they just they didn't give us any space. They did def- they, They just nullified our space to attack. Um, I noticed that when they did score the goal, I I was counting the numbers they had in the box. There was only five players they had in the box. But then after they scored, there was eight. So they were trying to nullify our threat of counter-attacking when when they scored, before they scored the goal. But then afterwards, they were obviously going for that second on set pieces because they knew how much they could maybe dominate on set pieces. But when we conceded earlier, it's just... I don't ever feel too confident we're going to get back into it unless we score pretty pretty quickly because I don't think there's many games where we've come from behind to win. No, there's
3: only been
0: two this season, hasn't there?
2: Yeah,
3: and again, they were quite quick goals after they scored, weren't they? As well, I think you're right. As long as as long as the game drags on, the more well, even Arsenal the nil nil when they go down to ten men, that was it was kind of like that as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Where we were just trying. I know we hit the woodwork. And we actually attempted rather than like we did yesterday. We didn't yesterday. But it's that kind of feeling, isn't it?
0: It was a very frustrating watch, wasn't it? seeing what we've been used to. And I think a lot of players just didn't have the games that we've been um, used to say, uh, seeing. And by the way, I'd like to point out here that we're allowed to criticise players without saying that we think that they're poor or anything. But today, I'm, I'm, I do I want to criticise Phineas a little bit. Um, I, th- I, did, I thought his first touch of decision-making, particularly, was quite poor. And I'm starting to get the little feeling, and I don't know whether it's because of the meetup, I've you know, been affected by the media looking at this, but I'm starting to get the feeling that Leeds are sort of like trying to find him all the time, as if like he's the only only outlet that we have. When, you know, we've seen this season so far, we haven't been a Raffinia team this season. It's only certain games people started, you know, noticing it. But we have got other other outlets there. I know we have a cost on the pitch, who is, you know, blows hot and cold. Um, but when Harrison comes on, I just don't feel like those players are being utilised as much at the minute. And I feel like it's all going through Rafinha. And like yesterday, when this game wasn't the best game he's played, it really, really affected us. When when Harrison came on, he went on to
3: the right, didn't he, as well, which is not his usual position, mm. to accommodate Rafinha on the left. So I think you're, you're right there. It, it did seem like we were sort of going through, everything was going through him. I think as well, personally... <laughs> He's a great. He's been great, and he, you know, he, we've seen his his abilities. I, I said it about Roberts the other week. It was almost like he was trying to force it too much and trying too hard with certain things, and maybe that like, is the pressure of putting all everything to go through him. I don't. I think Click didn't have his best game, so that
1: didn't really help. Yeah. Um, I think really we're giving Villa probably far too much credit. Um, I thought I, I didn't really feel like they. I, I felt like it was self destruction. I, I thought that as much as, yes, they may have, might have been defensive, we had more than enough on the pitch to uh, to be able to, to cut past them. And the thing with Rafinha, I completely agree. And I don't know why he was on the left wing. I would have had him on the right because everything was starting in our right and it looked like we were just trying to, to cross the field to give it to Rafinha when really that probably, you cut out the middleman there and just have Rafinha on the right and let him work his magic there, I thought he would have been able to put inside a little bit more, especially in the first half.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree as well. And that brings us on to, I'm not sure you said that name, but Roberts' performance, you know, I, 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 I'll I'm openly say I'm not his biggest fan anyway, and I don't really sound like I'm just saying because because of that. But I I, I don't see now how Roberts justifies the starting position in the starting 11. Um, I know there was a couple of moments where he... He's like had like the touch to Bamford in the first couple of minutes. That set of Bamford through was really nice. He got himself to a good position when he shot the ball straight at the keeper. But other than that, I I don't I, I just don't see what he's bringing to the to the overall team. We'll probably go into a little bit later. We'll talk about selections for next game. But I, I don't I don't see how he's keeping Pablo at the team now.
1: No, I I completely agree. He it, it did start well, and um, like you you say in the first. First few minutes, couple of good touches, but it came back to what Pete said again last time, I think he tries too hard, and sometimes it needs a simple one-two, it needs a, just to play the ball back and, and to start moving from there, and I, I feel like, he, I don't know, sometimes with Roberts, I feel like it's not his ability, it's his decision-making, which is what lets him down, because actually, he can execute things quite well, but... Maybe that's being out of the team for so long and, and trying to work yourself back into the team, but just maybe do the basics right and the rest will follow.
3: There was a, a point where I... Because t- I know, obviously, Dean's a massive fan, when I messaged him during the game, um, where <laughs> the ball went out of play and Roberts decided to throw it to in, but he decided to do it through his legs backwards and it went in the middle of the pitch. And a- Aileen then couldn't take the quick throw. And I was just like, that sums <laughs> him up. Why is he trying to do something stupid? By throwing the ball through his legs to Ailin. Not that obviously it affects... The, well, it does affect the game because we couldn't take the quick throwing. Yeah, but, it did. And it, it was that sort
0: of immaturity yeah. that I want to get, get on with there. You know, exactly that, that. It was so unnecessary, which is just how I just talk about his performances in general, to be honest with you. Um, that being said, we didn't lose because of Roberts. No, we didn't. We, 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 we were, I think we were lacklustre, like you said, and poor across the entire pitch. What do we think of our subs today? Ineffective. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, was, I was texting. I was texting. I remember mean, texting the group. I was just texting Pete or somebody else. Such a popular man. Of course. But I was crying out for that. I said I wanted Dallas to come on in the middle to just to have a bit more energy in the middle of the pitch. Then, and it, you know that happened. And then obviously Cost uh, then comes on. Pablo then comes on. And I thought that might be like a catalyst to like some sort of comeback or you know. I thought that might put some more energy into the game, but I just, I, just, I still couldn't see us doing anything. I just don't think it, it changed anything to um, yesterday. Do you think Strike had a bad game?
1: I was going to say this. I, I, I wouldn't have been rushing to take Strike off. I mean, at all.
3: I, I agree. I mean, at the start, you know, you know, but I don't think they were that threatening in that area. So he didn't. I suppose he didn't do anything wrong. as whether he did anything right. If that makes sense. If he yeah. affected the game going forward, but you could see he was getting high up the pitch, and he was. Pinging balls left and right, and Do
0: you think the yeah. mobility. Yeah, just having Dallas at middle, just someone a bit more mobile, you know, you know, around, you know, like the the um, their area. Because Clitch drop into that position, and because we all thought, oh, they commented, he said, oh, Dallas
3: has now gone into that role, but I don't think he did. I think Clitch was yeah. a bit deeper. I think Clitch stayed back, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, had yeah. A, he,
2: had a, he had a quiet game. I'm not too sure whether he was playing with an injury. Me.
3: Yeah, I agree. I, I
2: don't yeah. think
1: he was
3: at his
2: best.
1: I thought it was a, a strange decision to take Strike off, especially when we then seemed so obsessed with crossing and getting set um either set pieces into the box or all we wanted to do was play long balls or cross it into the box. And you take away an aerial threat like strike, it, it doesn't really seem to make sense. I could understand playing it into the box if you've brought him on, but why take him off and then continue that that kind of style of football? I suppose you could argue that that's what Villa did and limited us to that, but I don't know. It he just yeah, it seemed very odd to me.
2: Who were we talking that he was going to take off first? We, we, we mentioned obviously the subs, didn't we? I, I think even, even Hintcliffe was trying to predict the subs, and, and I don't think anyone saw Stroy coming off for, for Alioski. I think the other two, Hernandez, was it Hernandez for Roberts, Harrison for Costa? We predicted them too, but I just didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see that swap coming.
0: No, I, I, Yeah, like I said, I predicted the actual. I predicted the swap and for uh, Aliossi to come on, but there's no. Time, I, I wouldn't have thought that Pascal played badly. No, um, he wasn't doing very much wrong. He wasn't. He wasn't lighting up the world, you know. But he also wasn't playing badly when there was people, you know, like Klitsch, who seems to You've be. To, yeah, yeah, like it seems to. He wasn't having a good game, and also like he, he, he does seem to carry an injury, doesn't he? Like he was touching gold for the game. Mm. Would it have be been more sensible to bring him off? Roberts, um, I think Bielsa has a lot of faith in Roberts. Like he must do. Um, he, has no, he, has no other, he had no other option to
2: play in there, really, did he? I think if, being honest, if, if he's he's talking about that in eight days' time, he's going to have more squad players back, like Rodrigo. Hopefully, Phillips. Uh, who else is there that could, could, I don't know about. I don't know about Shackleton whether he could be back in the squad, but for sure, back for sure. <laughs> he's actually now. I think he's host, head of social media now or whatever. <laughs> 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 what no, my mate, yeah. my, my mate messaged me last night and he says, is, is For sure still playing for Leeds? And I said, it's unbelievable, isn't it? What is it, 18 months out? Mm-hmm. See, so if people listening to this don't obviously know who you are, they might actually think you're
3: For sure. We've actually got you just on the show. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. For sure, yeah. <laughs> for sure, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Just going back to what we said about uh, Raf- uh, Rafinha before, yeah, about on, how yeah. everything went through him. I think it is different. If Phillips is there, you've got that other option as well, haven't you? where a lot of it can go through Phillips who can then dictate yeah. the play if he pushes up a little forward like strike was doing it's just strike didn't do bad but doesn't have that
2: doesn't have that effect does he doesn't have that no, effect he doesn't uh, like for some reason Phillips can put himself his body in a position and know where the ball's going to go and block it better yeah. than better than strike
0: he's the game is fantastic that's yeah. what sets him apart but yeah.
2: I, I don't know whether I want to say Rafinha had a poor game or whether it's just the way that villa Nullified him. Do you know what I mean? He just—he just was in another one that was ineffective. He couldn't. Yeah, I, I agree with Dean. I don't think his first touch was great, but he didn't light up the game. But he's not going to light up every game. He's no, being he's not. Pin, he's being pinpointed and highlighted from. They the, the could be the best sign in the Premier League. For, do you know what I mean?
1: And and so, for all that he he wasn't doing well, he did have some some good bits of play. And I suppose when you all your players going through one one guy, then not everything's going to come off, but no. then mm. he's also going to have things that, that don't come off, which he can be criticised for. Uh, he did make some some really nice nice runs in the box. There was one in the first half where he tried to lay it off to Dallas. Yeah, it, um, it was, yeah, it was one, touch, Lynch, yeah.
2: one touch too many it was for Dallas. Yeah. The commentator said that as well. But Harrison, yeah. it's like since Rafinha's done well, Harrison's been less effective, not to criticise him, but
0: he hasn't been as exciting as he, as he can be. Yeah wonder well, whether that's just because, like we were saying, that we alluded to, we're using Raphinha more, and mm. so because you're not seeing as much of Harrison in the game, it seems like he's mm. not to be, not he's not being effective. But if you're not passing to that side of the pitch as much, if you're not using that side of the pitch, you are you're, you're losing a player, aren't you, from, from the game? That's yeah. what was so great about Bielsa's interview after the Southampton game
2: about why he he made the the subs for the for the wingers because he said he knew that. One one wing back for seven, so could defend and One one could push forward. So we was trying different options of swapping Rafinha for for Harrison, then Costa. And as soon as he knew that Rafinha could get the space in behind, we exploited it. But he's done couldn't. the same again, hasn't he? That's yeah. why he put Rafinha there on El Mahamedi because Al Mahamedi,
3: as annoying as he is, he's not. He's not. I wouldn't say he's a great right back, is he? But he, no. I suppose you'd rather you, know, you can imagine target. Just like pushing Ruffini off the ball and you know making it breaking it up a lot, but El Mahammedi, you could just see Rafinha going straight past him. But
2: I did question one of the, the, the the lineup as well. Maybe thinking, oh, right, he's he's give Robert to start because he may have had a, a decent game off the bench last time, but I'd probably still started Addison and brought Acosta off the bench. I,
1: I think that's yeah. that's exactly it. I, I there's Jack Harrison is twice the player that Elder Acosta is for me. I I honestly I can't stand. Costa, I think I want him to do well. I just don't see it. I just don't see him being anywhere near to, to how Harrison can play. Harrison has got a lot more to his game, uh, I think. I think he, he's, his first touch we've discussed is heavenly. You know, is he can cross it into the box, he can beat players, he can find a pass, he can shoot. Helder Costa, can he do any of that? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm yet to see it.
3: That's the thing that puzzled me with that that um, obvious um, free, free kick corner that we we took from the training ground. Because you saw everything you hold the ball up for about 20 seconds yeah. and you're walking over. So you knew something was coming. Why was it to held a cost on the edge of the box? I don't understand. That. I mean, don't get me wrong. Against Fulham, you rifled one in, but it was a weird player to have on the edge of the box to take, to take that shot.
1: Is it because the the defence thing? Oh, it's only held a costume? Don't need to mark him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> fair point. Yeah, very fair point.
0: All right. Well, let's go on to the West Ham game. The preview. Looking forward. Just go, uh, just, so just, they- just
2: before you go ahead, I just wanted to know how how amazing is it when we lose a game? We can pick faults, but when we win, it's the best thing to see. And it? it's like Pete said, fat, football fans are fickle, and we are fickle.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Love us yeah. when
2: we win and, and, and
1: when
2: we lose. It's. Oh, no, we still love us, James. We're just. Yeah, yeah, but we're more critical, aren't we?
3: We are more critical. And I yeah. think it was mentioned in one of the early podcasts. Like a... We're a victim of our own success, I think. Yeah, I, really that
0: I think that, like in any business or any, like, working, you know, well, you know, like any business, if results go right, you don't question it, you get on with it, don't you? As soon as it starts to fail, mm-hmm. that's when you've got to start looking right. at it, you, don't you? If you don't, otherwise, you keep failing, don't you? But, but,
2: um we just missed that in consistency. If we got the consistency right, we'd be flying in this league. But it is it is it is our first season we've got we've got next season to get it right, haven't we, Pete? If we stay in this league, or oh, Yeah, not not job done yet, James. Let's one more win. One more one more win, and yeah, I,
3: I describe I can't remember who was speaking to. So I described it as like a cricket terminology. I know how much you all love cricket. as in yeah. we're in the nervous nineties now where we are we're, we're closing in on the century, but it's always a little bit slower in the nineties to get to the to get to your century. A lot of people have failed in the nineties. Some great players have never got hundred before, but we're, we're, we're near enough there. As we speak, Fulham are playing Palace. I think if Fulham lose, I think that
1: is that, job I mean, done then.
3: Oh, come oh, on. I'm not going to say it until it's mathematically ah. near enough done. But that yeah, that, that makes me. I'll, I'll feel even more ease. Oh, thanks, negative Pete. Um, <laughs> Luckily, we're, we're going to review. To the- we're going to review London now, aren't we? So yeah, let's crack on. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah looking forward now to um, West Ham game. The same old thing with team selection. Do, how we, do we then need to change? As much as like I wasn't happy with Costa's change of Harrison, do we set a dangerous precedent by then changing that immediately again and putting Harrison back in the starting lineup, or do we leave Costa in there? Well, there's a week Harrison,
2: ago. Had, yeah, had, eight days to go. Harrison starts for me over Costa. Yeah, Phillips straight back in if he's fit, or because um, I'm gonna also have a look at the under 23s if they've got a game because potentially he'll throw him he'll throw in the under 23s before before Monday. Mm. But well, uh, I, I'd start yeah. Phillips. What's going to be the center back partnership? It's going to be Lorente and
0: Cooper. Cooper, do you drop Cooper? Sorry, do you drop Stroud for Lorente? Well, I'm, I'm dropping him for I'm dropping him for Phillips, mm. right? Okay, so. Because he can't play a centre midfield, you know, then decide that he's he doesn't have a shouting for centre back position.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would have an right. and Overstrike. I think
0: depends how he's recovered from
3: his injury because it looked quite a bad one, didn't it? Against um,
1: <laughs> against Vila, but He
3: seems to recover quite quickly. Shame he couldn't recover from all his other injuries that quickly. He was could it? Yeah, no
2: yeah. I knew what he was getting at, and I do not I don't agree with it, but I knew what he was trying to do, and it, 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 I think it was the Southampton game. We had we had them. Um, did we have? Um, I think they had their attackers on a yellow. Adams Adams on a yellow, and he just tried to get him on a yellow card. It's just tried to get the advances, didn't he? Yeah. We're going back yeah. to what I said about the reserves. The under twenty threes do play tomorrow at one o'clock at Palace away. So too that's soon, too man. that's too soon for anybody who, who's possibly coming back to be playing because Rodrigo as well. He he was training. Yeah, he, he was. comes in. He comes in for Roberts. So sort would of have thought for use or for Klitsch. I mean, for me, yeah. the only
3: reason Costa started was because of his display at Southampton. He's yeah. not, as Connor's has rightly said, He is not a better player than Jack Harrison. Therefore, if you're basing it on that, Costa did not perform well in the last game. Therefore, you'd play Harrison ahead of him. I know that sounds a bit sim- simplistic, but I think that's the way it's got to be.
0: Yeah, I completely agree, by the way. I want to start Harrison. Um, I just just question whether it's just a, a dangerous thing to start doing his chopping and shit. It's just very, yeah, unlike yeah. Bielsa. It uh, Bielsa will give a player a run of games to prove when he funny feels that like already. You know, like so you get bampered all that time, didn't he? And then he was very close to changing that, wasn't he? Uh mm. with uh in last season. Yeah. Um, and you felt if Encasia had, had that role, uh, that swap, that would have you felt that Enkeshia would have played the next five or six games, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Interestingly, um, um Leeds also play on Friday as well away to Wolves under under 23. So that lineup could be interesting for Monday.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's one to kick it out
1: for is isn't it. Mm. Friday. I, I I reckon um Bielsa will we'll be having a good look at West Ham and maybe it's going to be West Ham's style of play that's going to influence his, his team decision. I don't really understand how, than...
2: how are they doing so well, what are they doing so differently?
3: No, they've, they've got a good team. I, I, I honestly yeah. believe they've got good players, as in... Suchet take. is
0: fantastic. Suchet
3: yeah. is one of my favourite yeah, players run in it. He is yeah. superb, really, really good. I did... And ugh, Horrible to say... God, no, no, go. they're they're like good. really good yeah Did you
0: watched any, any of them yesterday I've, I've seen the highlights I've seen the highlights yeah. uh, I, I, I watched their game yesterday and they they really were threatening to city yeah. they really carved them up a couple of times and it wasn't through just like you know throwing the ball in the box or anything like they were they were really like calculated passes and the opportunities that they'd made they could have come away well probably should have come away the result from that game um yeah, and I what I found really well. impressive about West Ham as well really was that they nullified City for quite a lot of the game as well? I think Aguero had very very little in the ball, you know, from what I saw, um, and that's a worry for Leeds because when Bamford is isolated and can't get the ball, then I think we do look weaker. That's, that's I think that's one of the issues that had against Villa. That's, yeah, thing, that's where we miss, um,
2: That's where you miss Rodrigo you, you, you could push, you high, miss he could someone. push higher up the pitch, and and then he, distracting the players from just just from Bamford because has anyone seen the John Joe Shelby interview? On that podcast I'm, All I've uh, seen is He's saying he couldn't play for us But I've not Yeah well, to... well basically he, he said That when we played Leeds He said all they do is running He said that's not for me I wouldn't, I couldn't play for Leeds Or that running He said there was that fella Rodrigo Running around everywhere And he said Hey Geese Stop all this running said, well, What you're running around for Is pointless running and, and Rodrigo says I must do My manager says I must do I must do all this running And it, it, it's just Like you say They'd be else away They're not He's in positions where He shouldn't be running That's just for me, makes that he might make Bamford's job a little bit less isolated to have another person running up top.
1: Yeah, I I saw this, and I'd I'd seen the quote from it, from John Joe Shelby, and I just wanted to say, you horrible little rat, yes, you can't play for Leeds. Absolutely not. Who is John Joe Shelby playing for Newcastle with a position that they're in to be saying, like, you're doing this pointless running? Shut up, get in your lane. And don't even be talking about Marcelo Bielsa and how you come not play for him, and and you you'd never even be on his radar. Well, he's right; he couldn't play for him. Because he's not good enough. He's just lazy, yeah, exactly. Just lazy. Yeah, just
2: shows you how some how some teams just don't don't do the amount of work that we do off the ball.
1: Yeah, but I just, from from their position, who are they to talk about you know pointless running? Well, it's obviously why not they, pointless. Why are they talking about us?
0: Yeah. I find that amazing. You know, what, what's under Sean got any interest in Leeds United for? Yeah,
1: um, it, it rattled me. It did. I was just thinking, just. Oh, well, you kept, he kept it quite it well.
0: Into- <laughs> there was a point on the West Ham's team So how good they are with uh, They've also got a nice balance with Declan Rice in there. Um, I think Declan Rice is a quality player. I think he's played better start start yesterday during the game. He's only missed one out of the last 98 games or 91 games or something for mm. uh, for West Ham. So he shows in the main stage. He's a week, very, very good player. Very good at winning the ball back. And he's very good at getting up top of pitch as well. And equally as worrying is uh, Mikel Antonio, who I've never really rated too much in previous seasons. And I'm starting to appreciate him a bit more. Quick, strong, good in the air, can finish. Yeah, he, he worries me.
1: Yeah. It's like what you said
3: be- before. They they nullified City, which is a worry because we've literally just discussed teams doing that to us and, you know, coming an issue, but they've got quality as well there. So it's not just the fact that they can nullify us and hope to grab a goal. They can nullify us and threaten quite a lot as well with likes of Antonio. Jared Bowen, we all know what he's like when he plays against us as well. He's another one. Um, Rice, I think if you're ever going to say there's one player close to what Phillips does in this league, it's probably Declan Rice. And yeah, they when they came to Ballon Road, they were organised. And um, yeah, I think they're just growing and growing in confidence. I know obviously they got beat by City, but I think they'll take a lot of confidence from the game, from what I've seen.
1: Yeah, that's that's all they wanted to discuss in um on Sky Sports afterwards. Was okay, yeah, City got the win, but let's talk about West Ham and this team and what they're doing at the at the minute. You know, they I don't know whether that's a, a team or a well, not a club like that, but a team like that is maybe something that we want to be looking at they had been in the kind of mid lower um part of the table and then they've made some smart additions and pushed forward with it
2: yeah they've been doing nothing for years have they
1: yeah exactly just we don't to refer,
3: david moyes has done an excellent job there well yeah. that's what i'm just about to say just to revert back to the previous podcast would you then be happy if david moyes replaced bielsa get out <laughs> You just turned around and said he's done exactly what we should be looking for: improving a mid-table team by putting some quality additions in. So, yeah, but I don't not? know. You won't enjoy his football, will you? So that's that's the key enjoying the football. He I know it like is, it, but also yeah. without shadow of a doubt, because to, it's so good.
2: To but, me, he's a better style. Is he? Is he? I don't know. If he, I might agree, but is David Moyes like a similar style to say what Tony Pulis, but better? No, Pulis. Is he, they're good He's, in a, the he's air. a bit more
0: pragmatic, though, isn't he?
3: Yeah,
2: Pulis is in a
0: league
3: zones. Trying
2: literally. to think of someone who who, who he's compared to because they, they are organized, but they are like you say, without Antonio, they're lost, but now they have Lingard's other option. I don't know. I, I don't see a style with them other than other than being organized, and that's what Brighton are trying to do.
0: It's well, if you if you've got you probably would cut MJ Gray and Bottles, Eden Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, organized teams that try to get on the front foot. You know when they can and David Moyes has done like I say he has done an excellent job Uh, I just think I I just don't see him fitting in and replacing Vialta
3: just for the record I'm not saying I want David Moyes but I'm just saying this is the issue that we need to look at I know I'm not the previous podcast where we can't just dismiss a manager just because oh we don't think the style is going to be okay or whatever I think We've got to be careful. But anyway,
2: yeah. I know um, I was on the last podcast, but did Brendan Rodgers get named as maybe a potential for Bielsa replacement? He did not. What, why not?
3: <laughs> I don't think there's many dentists that are around Ellen Road that could, like, handle his teeth. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm going to get absolutely slated for this. It's probably a step down from Leicester at the moment. Well, it is a step down from Leicester without yeah, doubt. It, yeah, it yeah. Be, yeah, it would be, yeah. Yeah, it
0: would be, yeah.
2: As Dean,
3: no, I like, well,
0: I, I, I like what gonna, he does. I'm, I'm going to the other side of that so just and say you disgrace Pete. I'm, just like,
2: I'm just, slagging leads off. I just like what he does as a manager. I like what um, Brendan Rogers has done as a, as a manager at Leicester.
0: Yeah, he, he's I done a good get, job. Most places gone. Yeah, yeah. Rodgers but, would not be a bad shout. I just, as much as it pays me to say, like, I agree with Pete, but it he, is he probably wouldn't. Again. No, but I, don't, I don't really think it's that. I think with his career, I think that he's probably looking to make like a big step up again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and managing a team that's you know, had one season in the in the Premier League. Um, he's probably looking to manage a top European team. Uh, yeah. or, yeah, I mean, or is, he, is he? if he finishes where you know, if he finishes second in the Premier League. You know, there's absolutely no reason why he needs to jump ship from Leicester. You know, there's there's, a, there's there are really great signings, in the projects been done there. Younger. So well. I, I just don't see. I don't. Yeah, and I don't see his name. Just I just don't see him wanting to move. Yeah.
3: If you're gonna bring up because James brought up Rodgers, though, I know we've, we're going off the topic. Um, I wanted to say a name last time, but again, he'd be way too big. And that was Nagelsmann. I'd love Nagelsmann. I would, I would, yeah. But I, that again, was I, just, I was thinking, yeah. I just don't think he would come from no. Leipzig in Champions League football to no. um, 16th place Leeds this season. Sorry. No,
1: I'm joking. <laughs> Wherever we'll finish. Top top 10.
3: <sighs> no, whatever. Move on.
1: <laughs> my, mate was a, my mate's an Arsenal fan and he was giving me uh, pelters about us uh, losing yesterday. So it was. It was nice 2-1. to be. It was nice to be able to screenshot the, the league table and send that back.
2: Yeah, well, I want to do it now getting, because yeah, uh, they're getting beat two one
0: Arsenal. No, Leicester uh, Arsenal two one. Arsenal two one. Yeah, up. yeah. So you, you might have said that preemptly, Connor. Ah, it's fine. Um, Pete's favorite topic: another London away. Mm. I'm, I'm sick of talking about London, <laughs> Look, London away games. Our record there.
2: We've got to beat this hoodoo in the next... We've got two away games in London coming up. We've got to beat this hoodoo.
0: We will. I absolutely. don't even think it's about beating the hoodoo, just getting a result. Yeah. Like, do, do, do you take a draw? Yes. Yeah, yes.
1: Against West Ham, yeah, yeah absolutely. Of course
0: you, know? you
2: And then we go and beat
0: Fulham away. That's yes. it. Fulham's the one, isn't it? Fulham's yeah. the one, out. Yeah. And then we go and tonk uh, Chelsea afterwards. Yeah. Do you know what Fulham's next
3: games are? Obviously, I know they're playing now. They're nil-nil. They've up. got Liverpool next, haven't they? They've got down, they've got Spurs at home, Liverpool away, City at home, and then us at home. So yeah. you'd hope to be shattered by the time they come to us. <laughs> or do they see us as the game that they have to target to try and get something out of? That's
0: exactly what they'll think. Yeah. It's exactly what they're looking at they look at realistic points mm-hmm. and they're looking at getting three from us, which you think plays into our hands a bit. Which if that happens, they've got to come out.
1: Yeah. And we you know, a, result, that work
0: a result it. in that game into a draw. A result for them in that game is a win. Yes. Yeah. But right, we're going to score predictions then. We've all said we'll take a draw. But what do we think is gonna happen? Pete. Hey. Don't come to me first.
3: <laughs> all right. I don't want any reactions or anything. I'm gonna go
2: for 2-0 West Ham. Yeah. James. Sorry. <sighs> I'm going for one-one. Going for a I'm going for a positive away win. One Possible. one Possible. A positive away win. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> a positive away
3: point. Oh, great!
2: <laughs> a positive away
3: point. Okay. Two nil. Bloody hell. <laughs> well done, Karen Carney.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh,
1: Connor, um, probably more heart than head, but I'll I'll go two all.
0: Right, um, I'm gonna keep keep you up for these wins. I'm off for two one leads. <laughs> up the leads
1: hope you all right, Dean? As do I.
0: As do I. Right. But,
3: yeah, I just can't
0: see it.
1: No, you don't, Pete. Don't talk nonsense. <laughs> You'd love us to get beat. That's how he makes his money.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. well, yeah. No, see don't, don't, don't <laughs> tell us,
0: Pete. <laughs> no, nothing. Right, well, uh, thank you again for listening to Play All The Way. Stay safe and up the leads.